0: Hello everyone, welcome to episode six of Clan from the Stands. Uh, we've got a full team again, so we've got Colin, Chris, Phil, and myself, Ross. Uh, so this uh, this episode, we're going to talk about the well, the first thing really is the Belfast trilogy, which uh, I'm sure everyone's still still pretty excited about. Um, some highs and lows there. Uh, we had the Dundee game before that as well, uh, and then a number of uh, a number of contentious issues that have come up in, in that Belfast trilogy that we'll, we'll cover off, and then we'll have a little look towards the. Starting to look towards the playoffs That are going to be coming up soon And, and some of the potential opponents we might get or, or might want to avoid So let's get started off We'll start off with the Dundee game it was a, a routine 5-1 win Which I think we all felt would happen Which was good to see um, Any any thoughts on that game, Colin? I'll start with you uh, No, like you said It was pretty
1: routine um, I mean It was good to get the victory Prior to getting into that Belfast Challenge Cup game on a Thursday uh, I think we were all kinda of hoping for a kind of shutout for Rumpel and then and it was Cox or something that scored for um Dundee, but uh, yeah, it was it was just kinda of routine. There was nothing spectacular about it. There was some good stuff played, we were kinda of comfortable, we never looked really in any danger. Um I think Fitzgerald was almost man marking Marquardt. He seems to be there kinda of, Boy that they were using To kind of rough and tumble and, and Fitzy seemed to be Every time he was on the ice Fitzy was at his back
0: Yeah that's ideal for you You're like a fanboy Of both of those guys Aren't you That's yeah. all he talks about Is Mark <laughs> and Fitzy Honestly So
1: um, <laughs> I like the guys have got a bit of them Rather than These wee girls That can screw a But anyway um, No that Yeah It was just pretty routine But as I said It was it was comfortable uh, it, it was Probably 5-1 going on 8-9 yeah, or one You know that Kind of way. But Again, it was it was just a pretty routine performance more than I'm, I'm I'm just glad that
2: we can call uh, beaten well we can say beaten Dundee is now a routine win mm. because it was nothing but routine one shared. You know So when uh, we're talking like that, it's a sign of the, the good times that we've been experiencing of late, and um, hopefully we, we keep it rolling. I agree. At the, end of the season
1: 14 goals at home.
2: We've beaten them Aye. in two games, 14 Aye. goals were scored against them and conceded three, yeah. so that's, that's insane yeah. <laughs> when you think about it's, it. it. It's good stats and mm. um, <coughs> Dundee are no much, it's, they're no in um, no Edinburgh or anything like that, no. so to be going out a, a bit of a down to a team like Dundee regular, I'll take that. Uh,
0: every week. Yeah, and I think I think I think from you that game it was it was almost like if you could have said what's the ideal preparation for the Belfast game? It's that kind of win routine. Don't need to put you know everything into the game to try and win it. You know, it's not one of those games. So you almost set up perfectly where you can kind of you know we we, we kind of think the win Look kind of wrapped up pretty early, and that's, I think yeah. that's maybe what, what Russell said to the guys. They gone out and executed. So you know I mean perfect, perfect, uh, perfect he prep ran, for that game. You he's know,
1: ran the third and fourth line quite a bit in the, mm. the third period. Um, but the, I think even taken from that game, which I kind of overlooked more than anything, is we've started to make our home a bit of a fortress again. If you look at our home form, our home form's been pretty good. Um, I mean, our away form's been good as well, but our home form in general, apart from Guildford beating us, I mean, we've, we've we've not really had many... Losses at
2: home yeah, this year. I, I can only remember Guildford and Cardiff, Cardiff and, and Storm.
0: Yeah, yeah, regulation defeats. Yeah. recently, but, yeah, yeah, but yes, yeah. Yes, since about Christmas time, I think. Yeah, yeah just before so Christmas. So it, yeah. it's
1: good to see that we're because we're, we're there at home. We're we're, we're always going at the home games. So you want to see all the. I mean, you always want them to win, but it's nice when you're at home it, to yeah, get those victories obviously. and make it like a fortress. And it's mm. it's. I know we discussed it earlier, but it's 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 really exciting that you actually look forward. I felt last year that we going to hockey was a chore, um, and this year it's kind of turned around to be like exciting. You look forward to the game. You're trying to mm-hmm. pick what's going to happen. But as I said, the the game the other night and the Tuesday night before the Challenge Cup game was. Was, was yeah, trying. I don't want to say routine and sound cocky. I don't mean it like that, but it was pretty straightforward. There was nothing that was come on, mate. <laughs> but,
0: yeah, it was. You know, I think we can. The, the former one we can afford to be a little bit cocky. Let's enjoy the good times because we know what the bad times feel like, right? We can all remember last season. So, yeah. yeah, nothing wrong with that. So yeah, that takes into the Belfast trilogy, which is uh, the first one was the the big one was the Challenge Cup game. A lot of. Uh, a lot of build up to that game because of the magnitude of you know being nice to be in the, the semi-final of the Challenge Cup and, uh, and the form that we're in We've, we felt confident going, going there with a 2-1 lead um, after the home game it's a televised game which seems to be a curse for the clan um, <laughs> we should have we should have thought about that before that so yeah um, so yeah going into that game let's say perfect prep and uh, the expectations were I think we were all feeling pretty positive it was going to be we are going to give a good account of ourselves and then the first period happened um, so yeah, I mean, Chris, I'll, be, I'll I'll bring you in on this one. You know, what was your what what's your thoughts on the on the Challenge Cup game out in Belfast?
3: Well, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to Thursday. Sorry, Thursday, Sunday. First of all, when I was speaking to uh, Peter Russell after the 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 five nothing uh, home win, um, I was talking to Peter and basically I, I quoted a, uh, a line from years ago from Tony Fitzpatrick when he said that hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard enough mm-hmm. and I said you know there's no doubt Peter that um, Belfast are a more talented team than us so we had to go there and out with them yep. and we never did uh, and he was in total agreement with that uh, unfortunately from the very get go from the first puck drop we were up against it Rumpel was getting peppered with shot after shot and and um, we just went at it for whatever reason. They wanted it more than we did. And um, at the end of the day, the 6-3 scoreline, as it turned out, actually flattered us.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Um, yeah, I, 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 they blew us away, really, didn't they? They came out hard. They came out really hard, um, which is to, to be expected, I think, from an Adam Keefe team. that's you know, I think that's part of their identity, You know, um, if you watch them. But yeah, Phil, you got any? Just...
2: Um, you're talking about them coming out hard. That's the hardest end he's come out at us in a yeah. game this year. Yeah. Um, and that's that's why Belfast are up there challenging for the league this year because they've got the, the bodies to play mm. play a game like that. Um and just yeah, just in total agreement with Chris. Sure. They came out, came out the traps and absolutely battled us about. silly. We we're heads were spinning for the first five minutes of that game. Aye. Uh, Rumpel
0: I think yeah. Shot shot. I think the only positive. Yeah, I, I remember watching the game and and it was it was you know it wasn't pleasant viewing. But until until the stupid penalty, which I again I you don't really get the replays that you want. It looked a little bit soft to me. Yeah. I don't yeah. I, just looked like one of those ones where the guys that they fall on top of each other and it's. I think it looks soft, right? Just and then they get the pe- they get the power play and then they score and then the Conley penalty and they get the power play and they score. I think it was like six or seven seconds left in that one um, and we talked about the penalty kill before. I think before that we were just managing to find a way to like Rumpel was was was, was doing his bit and, and guys were getting there was some clearances and some real it was last ditch but we were managing to kind of find a way just to keep them out which I just felt like if we could have just maybe stayed out the box weather the storm you never know yeah. you never know maybe yeah. it's only one they score maybe it's only two and then we've got you know we know we've got a chance but the,
2: the, yeah. the problem that, that I was seeing was there was no compu- composure on the puck uh, no. with Cornley. He was only man for that first ten minutes that seemed to have any composure on the puck. I've um, ice icing it, and God knows, just just doing silly things and just inviting pressure on myself. But as you say, if we could maybe get a wee break with the the penalties at the start, um, we it could have been a different game. But for the the magnitude of the game, I thought we were just very flat. But to be fair, Belfast again. They did come out hard. I no, played well. They play you play flat well.
1: flat though. I mean, you've got to give them credit as well. I mean, being four in the hand down to try and claw back is quite difficult, especially when you've been blown away in the first 15, 16 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Becker's goal just before the end of the first almost gave us a bit no, of was, I mean, a wee glimmer. Yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong, I mean, they were outstanding, but the team are, what was it, they played Was it five games in seven days or something like that, yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, so. We
2: had played he, more often than them anyway. Yeah, we had, but he, I think. You yeah.
1: can use that as, as rate better but of effort, but bottom line, the better team won. Yeah. Uh, hands up, the better team won it. But they do have, if you look at Belfast's depth, it's unbelievable. I mean, you've got Bond, Dwyer, I mean, Rutherford. You can keep going. Right, really, Murphy, Higgins, yeah, they've got Umberley. I mean, yeah. there's, there's a. You know what I mean? So you're you're going to come up against it, and sometimes just a team's better than
2: you, and there's nothing you can do yeah. with that. It's just I I think got I a few ballers myself, self right, enough. I I know, the thing. The thing is, I, I don't past. think I think I think
0: as and and I, I, I accept that you know Belfast, you're right, just Belfast. There's no doubt they've got more talent, but I just feel like that game there was, there was just little. <coughs> Small things that that maybe are in our game that niggling things that when things go wrong you can see that's in this team as I said that you know the, the penalty kill at the moment I don't care what anyone says there's definitely an issue with it and it was it was don't get wrong we'll talk about it Sunday later on it was it was good in Sunday but it, there's definitely it's it's not where it was and and it's hard to kind of put your finger on exactly what's going wrong with that so that's the first thing and then. It, you know the Connolly penalty. It's one of those moments where you know we we love Connolly. He's a, he's a he's a maverick. He's, a, I mean, he's amazing to watch some of the stuff he can do. But there there's a penalty where it looks like you know Hill takes a minor penalty yeah. from me, right? He does for whatever reason. He's holding on, to him. and and it's one of those things. Just recognise the magnitude of the moment in the game. Yeah. Just to realise we're already one down. We're absolutely under
2: siege. Is that the thing on the ball?
0: Yeah. Right and then you're acting and, the and then they end up on the power play and then they end up scoring the second go- and, and that's it's just one of those moments of decision making process yeah. there which is which is a bit disappointing He's you said
1: know said see when you're in the heat at the moment it's really really difficult I, mean, I
0: know yeah. but you've
2: got to you've got to use a wolf. for a for big yeah, games big games things, especially uh, you can see that the, game, yeah. I
1: can understand that but
2: of course I, you can. I'm
1: a bit kind of hot <laughs> I was, when I played sport I was a really bit hot headed and, and, and see that way you just react as opposed to think mm-hmm. and you take the good with the bad unfortunately as I said Conley for the good and the bad he does have wee things that maybe get around yeah. by the penalties but look at the goals he scores
0: yeah. I
1: mean I, I, would, I, would, I would take the good with the bad every day of the week yeah, I
0: don't have major complaints but I think the boxer thing wasn't like a, wasn't. a I've seen him, I've seen we've all seen Conley getting ragdolled around the rink recently or getting cross-checked and not getting called up. but he was just holding him in the bottom, I and mean, it was nothing it didn't seem a, a, a real flashpoint moment mm-hmm. right? it's more frustrating so I just felt like that's a that's a moment to realise if we can get a power play and give ourselves a break here you know that could have, that again it's one of those things you go sliding doors that could have been a really pivotal moment when you when you look back at the game but you're right we didn't at the end of the day we did not come out hard enough we did not come out prepared and it's hard to explain you know I guess psychologically as players the magnitude of the game is huge you know players are playing with confidence and for whatever reason I think I just think I do think they came out so hard and we just got overwhelmed I don't know I don't know what happened it's hard to explain no, it well, but yeah I've uh, just got to say
2: that, um, what, what was your thoughts about the the time not getting
0: called I think Russell he seems to have this I, I don't know I, I guess you can look either way he seems to have this thing where he he, he, he seems to think maybe the guys know he doesn't feel the need to use them for whatever reason, but whether that's trust in the team and, and to be fair, you know, we went four 0 down, we got it back. We're within within a goal of tying the game. You know, we let, let's not forget that. I mean watching the game you think how are we going to get to that? But we you know so there is character in the team and maybe he, he sees that but that's yeah I mean I mean the commentators were saying it, all the fans were thinking, you know, if ever there's a time for a timeout, it's like guys guys, we haven't started. Let's, you know, let's so it's interesting. Chris what do you mean you know, yeah. look at, I
3: agree, you know, as much as Pete has been a uh, great coach this season he speaks very well and he's got us up to third in the league going, unbelievably um, he has taken some flack over his lack of timeouts and I think when you look at Sunday's game um, we went 3 nothing up in the second period yeah, and straight, straight, away, away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. straight away Adam Key called the timeout yeah, it yeah. didn't change anything uh, it made no
1: difference to that one but, it's, but know well, he mean. still
3: called it when he should have called it and uh and like you say 3-0 down in the, the, the Challenge Cup semi-final biggest game of the season and bearing in mind they had all the momentum the, 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 the energy the, the, mm-hmm. everything going for them in Belfast and talking about mm-hmm. <sighs> something should have been done to try and kill it down a little mm-hmm. and although although, and I'm digressing because I'm now going to need Sunday's game again although uh, you know at 3-0 a quarter time it didn't change the scoreline Belfast did kind of regain a semblance of control Mm -hmm. and play the game it there the way they wanted to play it Um, yeah so at the time it should have been
0: called Mm -hmm. I agree
1: you look at see if somebody had said to you this time last year and I've (coughs) seen conversations on Twitter about this if someone this time last year somebody said to you this time next year we're going to be third in the league we'll have the Gardner Conference trophy in our back pocket and we'll get the semi-final of the Challenge Cup you'd have wet yourself laughing at them and it three nearly three thousand,
3: nearly
0: three thousand three hundred for a Sunday game. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: incredible, wasn't that's, it? That's yeah. got to be that's got to be testament then to the club again, bringing the buzz back to great Head. Yeah.
2: Do you yeah. think it's um, with uh, having a, the having the four o'clock four face off? It makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh I enjoyed, yeah. I enjoyed that that face off time as well. No,
0: it's it's better for fans. It's it, it's de- and it's I think was it Gareth Chalmers talked about it. Said it was. It's absolutely designed with the fans in mind to try and you know lift the crowds and I think you, know, you look at the you know, we all remember the the Hull playoff saga. We we took we decided we want the Saturday game at home, and then we, it backfired. You know I think you know I think maybe with the playoffs in mind, I wouldn't be surprised if it's if it's similar. I hope so anyway. But but yeah, it was like you say, three thousand three hundred on a Sunday was it was an electric atmosphere. Uh, but just just to go back to that game with the PK at the moment, what do we think? I mean, I, something I mentioned last week, Chris. I remember you were you were saying you had it said, I mean I We discussed it. At the games on Sunday, is a guy like Stupka doesn't seem to play PK right now. Not only to me is he defensively like solid and, and his work rate is excellent, right? And he's and he's lightning quick, but also you know the the threat of a shorthanded goal for it. I mean, you, you, he's like made for that. I just wondered, have, you, have any thoughts on why he he doesn't seem to feature much in the on the PK whereas his other guys? that maybe aren't quite so you know you know aggressive defensively and maybe work so hard and well, you know what do we think? Well I've commented
3: before I think on an earlier podcast and how defensively defensively sound Stuka is and he's very very good at back backtracking etc and, and tying up his man etc. Um, yeah I um, obviously the, the 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 key in a pen, in any kind of kill is not to a goal. Yeah. But I think he does deserve some some time there. Um, why he doesn't get time there? I'm obviously the only, only coach will know that. But uh, for me, he certainly deserves uh, more ice time in that situation. Simply, uh, as you say, I mean, uh, if anything, uh, if you got him in your P K, he he's perhaps the the highest forward. It uh, then makes their offensive guys who perhaps are on the point. Be a little bit more uh, Disciplined In terms of uh, Not exactly. pinching as much When I mean, you know That At, at, at one wrong turn, <laughs>
0: He's uh, away You're up
3: against Stupka And Stupka is I think the fastest Player in the league So it will kill you yeah. He'll absolutely <laughs> he'll, he'll burn you So um, Yeah so yeah, I would certainly like to see him utilising that
0: uh, that position. Yeah, I think also you say if he's the highest forward, they, often their job is you know they're, they're covering those that you know from the point, and the, the speed can be helpful there because he's just you know he, he he can close those gaps down a little bit quicker, put them under a little bit more pressure. But like you say, they're not going to pinch as much. They're going to think a bit more disciplined. I've
3: seen more disciplined. So he's more
0: defensively disciplined than Pitt and Becker who, I agree You yeah. see, see PK Been so, it. yeah that, that's yeah. It'll be, inter- it'll, be, it'll be interesting to understand the theory behind that because I mean it's um yeah whether it's giving him a rest
2: or you know I don't know I mean I'm sure there is a reason could but it be because he's perceived to be part of that top the top line Pitt and uh, Becker, or Becker? Or yeah Pitt and line. Becker um, so if he's playing the PK Pitt and Becker's line then goes on He's sculpted, basically, and
0: and he's a worker there. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, there might there might be some of that, but I think
2: to the, me that saving yeah. him for the offensive side of the game.
0: But to me, the game. PK, you know, I mean, especially uh, the reason I'm bringing it up is you know, see when your PK is solid, and our PK was solid for a while there. Then then I don't think you're having this discussion, but I think yeah. right now you're kind of going for whatever reason. And I know what, so Erdhardt was out. Erdhardt's now back. Okay, that's good. Um, but for whatever reason, the PK has been struggling, and we do have. Good PK specialist like Tansky and Hayward in our team, so you're not looking going. I don't have those guys. Bjerim works. With Hansen's good in the PK. We've got a lot of guys. You go, you know, they offer a lot. they like the right yeah. mould but you kind of look at now going. Is it me? You know, why not try something? Mm-hmm. He's sitting there stupid. You think he he looks? I, I don't. I don't see the reason why you would. He wouldn't be considered for that. And there must be a reason, but I'm just. I'm, I just don't know what it is. I think, so.
1: as a- we say about PK. Well, again, not to kind of skip games, but on Sunday I thought PK was excellent. In fact, it was. We shut the Belfast Giants out. They never done anything, but yeah. a power play was one in twenty before <laughs> Saturday.
0: But earnhardt has been out. I mean, that he's he yeah, is he no, is well, the power. I, I to me, that, he's the power play. That, that's my opinion. He's the kind of
1: quarterback, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> one in twenty was quite kind of concerning, but. We're still
0: scoring goals. You know what I mean. We're still scoring a lot of goals. They're five on five than we are in the, the power play, but yeah. but I think yeah, I think I mean you see, I mean it doesn't really matter. I mean it was a trilogy of games. Sunday game was the uh, you know um, I think it was at Beatties goal. It was it was all about Erdhardt. He he got the puck and he. Where anyone else would have just thrown it away, he just did this fake and pirouetted round. What's a pass? pass, pass on the Wilson stick. Unbelievable! We did an amazing line change at the same time. Like doing you know, all those things, the timing just worked really well. But but it, it was that. I mean, everyone would look at the finish, and it was it was wonderful. But that moment from Erdhart where he was one on one under a little bit of pressure, it was just you know that bit of class. I don't think we have anyone else in our D that would be able to do that. Could so have went one or two A's, It could have been that pass, or but could have get signals. Snor- you know, the
2: whole thing yeah. he got the screws of Still a wee bit sloppy Um, Last man sloppy I don't mind him doing it And we'll get covered But I still think he's a wee bit cash uh, When he's the last man But um, You've seen the difference That he did make to the team When he came back Just having that Skating ability um, That does make a difference On the power play He's huge I think
0: I mean he he just He does When we we, we don't have him we, We just seem to be like Five individual he, guys he, trying
3: he, to you he has a quarterback. He has a yeah. quarterback and the power play and he has an absolute laser of a shot. Yeah. So and it is it's generally along the ground where you want it to be. Yeah getting out of traffic. So uh well, certainly I think the stats of one in twenty as Colin talks about is 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 um is kind of shows it some part down to the down yeah. to the the fact that he's not been there.
0: Yeah, I agree. I I, I like it. I always think our power play looks best when him and Stannis are both at okay. the point, and I just think that they because they can both have they can both hit the yep. puck well, and I think it just when you've got one guy, you know teams tend to be able to shut him down a little bit more. But they're worried about two guys. It, it just it gives us so much so many options. Yeah. I think it it opens up the the ice for us, and it's I think um, you like that. Though,
1: I've said it before, you do like that power forward. Type. Like if you have got two guys who are shot like that, you really need a big screen in front of a keeper. And we don't. The only guy that does really screen is Hanson at the moment, and and he's kind of who who then and sorry for digressing here, but who. Apart from Marcus
3: and right, who really has that big screen in the, in the league this year? Not them,
1: Cardiff. Really
3: Belfast. Did they, they play that though?
1: Jim Van screens on the power play. He's a it's guy that's screens. I
3: mean, one, but he's he still always, bigger than
1: what we've mm. got in front of the goaltender. I mean, you've got look at Cardiff. The boys at the top of the see the, the teams at the top of the league. They have size, skill, speed, everything. We've got speed, skill. I just think they lack a wee bit of size in areas and, and I think that that's uh, it's just what I my, my personal opinion on it I just think we lack a a big body not that again I couldn't pick somebody that you would change it for but I just think we do lack a big body that we can use as a screen a bit of Crash and Bash because I sometimes think that smaller guys get pushed about against the bigger teams um
2: but I, th- I think we've got I actually feel we've, we've got enough size, I just don't think we use it. Yeah I agree. Yeah you're right.
0: Yeah. It's, it's not about the size, it's more about the the, the
2: physicality feel, we play I, with. I, right. I feel as if i have moaned a bit since we started tonight, right. but whatever <laughs> I go Gottwald here, I think uh, he could be a bit more physical. Um Stannis as well we size um I fast forward to the the hat on Fitzy when they um, get done on the boards on Sunday there uh, against Belfast. I was absolutely raging that nobody Stannis oh, put put an arm and... put an arm round uh, the bait, bait, bait Rain Rain. Uh, after that hit in I I wouldn't have been putting my arm round him. Put it that way. I would have been doing something about it because I'm quite certain if the shoe was another foot yeah, um, Fitzie would have given him his his horns to play with for a while. Do you know what I mean? No. I just think for a guy that backs, he's backs every single one of the guys up week in week out. Uh, something, something more should have been done, but instead they waited for Fitzy to pick himself up off the ground, probably dazed for getting his head rattled off the boards, and he had to something about a bad hat on himself. I just, uh, I was not happy about that. Yeah I think you're really? right Really? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: no, was, it, was it was a It was a It was a poor You know There's a Back to the refereeing You know I mean, We can talk about Sunday We'll, we'll come to the, the Positive side of Sunday after But I think you know That that was a, a big A big uh, A big talking point I think And there was a A number of Of non-calls before that There was a number of Non-calls in Conley Yet again And it just seems You know We talked about it before It does seem that There's a there's a, You know If you come with a reputation In this league You get treated differently And, and I think that's it, You know That That uh, Part of you can understand it, I think. You, know, you can say, okay, if people have previous, then then you, you kind of say, okay, there might be a, a lens that people look at you, but when it comes to player safety, the referees, to me, say what you want about them, they, they're on that ice to look after player safety, and that, you know, he could easily have been, like, really, really badly hurt. And you saw, I think it's one of those things we all know Fitzy, when he goes down the that you know. You know it's bad, and then his reaction after you saw the referees. Um, you know he's you know having to take care of that himself. That's you know it's going to take for somebody to get seriously injured before they address that. So I'd be, I would really hope that we're going to get that we ask for a review. I don't know if we will, but um, but I don't know what, what, what you guys think about the, I know that. We've you know,
1: just uh, totally missed the Saturday game. Know, the, we've just kind of digressed over. Well, don't the worry, Saturday we can cover that. Yeah. One, so we'll just ignore that, right? But <laughs> the game on Sunday where. That hit came in now. Obviously, we sat opposite ends of the the arena. And when we seen it, as soon as he got hit, I thought that was the back of his neck. Yeah, and when he got back up, now a guy like Fitzgerald, if you put the shoe in the other foot, he would have been kicked out of the game straight away, you wouldn't have even thought twice about it. And the bit that gets me is the fact that to agree with Phil, no one's stepping up, he's the captain. It's irrelevant, and you know, another one is a bad hit. There was an, an interview, I think, done with um, Matt Nickerson, and he'd said the toughest guys he'd come up against, and he said Fitzgerald was one of the top ones. He used to call him the dead man, because you could hit him and hit him and hit him and hit him, and he'd still come forward. Right. So for the fact that he went down the way he went down and then go back up, it was it was shocking, and, and, and it's, it's kind of embarrassing when you're, when you're actually a game where we ran over the top of Belfast is overshadowed by everybody talking about that one hit because it was it was diabolical. Okay, I um, and it I mean people are saying oh well Fitzy gives it out and this so that's fine. So does that mean that every enforcer or any guy that fights in the league then should be crippled for the neck down because
2: yeah. Fitzy's F- 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 not made
0: that this Phil I I don't think my opinion is Fitzy can't make Big yeah, hits because he gets done for them. I think. I think he's realised that. So I think yeah.
3: about your point. Yeah. Phil about the um, reaction from Stannis and others, Goodall etc. When when Fitz was with us last time, you had your Chris Frank, Lee Saunders, Jeff Smith, um, and that wouldn't have went unpunished. You know, back in the days, you know, maybe the games changed You could argue that point potentially but
2: um, yeah um, you know the, 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 the offending player wouldn't have got a cuddle put it that way so that, well a good example is uh, when we were playing in Belfast and young get got hat. Tyson Watson stepped up for him do yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean but because it's fitzy it's like oh he's tough he can take it I just I, I just totally disagreed with to it but other than that um, I don't want to be too negative about it but I just felt some should have uh, stepped up for a guy that steps up for the for them. Yeah, I agree. Out.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do agree. Yeah, but yeah, but apart from that, what a game! So I mean, I, we missed missed the Saturday one. We got we got beaten Belfast again. I think it was a, a similar story. We'll just cover that briefly. You know. We just like talking about the wins, right? You know, so, uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but, um, but yeah, that was another that similar. Didn't yeah. We didn't
1: see it, so it didn't happen. Yeah, right, so. yeah, It
0: was, it was. Yeah, it was I'm quite. It's a figment yeah.
1: of our imagination, right? Yeah. Well,
0: you know, we, we lost another early goal, and it just seemed to be a, a similar repeat pattern. They, 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 had the confidence in that game, and you know, it's in their own bar, and you know, that, that does make a difference in this league. I think you know. Um, so, but then we come back to to the Brayhead and Sunday, like we said, packed out, packed out arena, which was an electric atmosphere. Um, again, as good as I can, as, you know, as as good as any five game I've been to, it was absolutely. Absolutely brilliant! Um, and five nil—a very, 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 very convincing
2: victory. Um, what, what do we, what do we make of the game, lads What's the Chris? Chris, Chris went and referred to um, the the Sheffield massacre. Yeah, um, a couple of weeks back so it was good that we didn't have to wait to long oh, for part the Belfast two The a bit blacks. the yeah. Belfast Bartering, you know what that's I mean it, yeah. so it was uh, it was it was really good yeah, and yeah. are they are they selling the drums out in the foyer because I think there's about four of them there. yeah I know uh, well I'll tell you what
0: i tell you what the good thing and, was
2: and they're in conjunction
0: well you know the, you get the 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 Belfast fans were. I think the, the best thing in that game was the Belfast fans. You could the, you could you could smell the cockiness. You could you could smell it. Right. You could smell the expectation. Right. After what yeah, had the past two games. Actually, the numbers the made, of a bit, ten of them. Yeah, <laughs> but they, they were they were they were having nips, you know. And it was all bad. It was great. I mean, add to the atmosphere when I mean, they played their part. You know, again, no criticism. It was great fun. But you could you could sense that 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 little bit of you know totally. expectation. I think, think Ross yeah.
3: and I were fairly close to the Belfast fans we were, the yeah end. and uh, they came here you know, quite cocky, and they were. Uh, saying things to Brendan Corley, etc um, but it was really interesting the uh how the change as the game went on, you know, from from, you know, slagging Section N and, and slagging clan players to then pointing fingers at referees and blaming everybody but themselves for uh the clan absolutely Still on them
0: <laughs> You were
1: saying that Conley was a clan a, a Belfast reject Right But the Belfast reject Scored more goals Than anything In their team this year And he also Got the last laugh When he slap-shotted That one <laughs> Right into the top <laughs> of the corner And look, As I said It was totally unanswered But I mean that, that game on Sunday For me Was set up In the first 20 seconds Where the Tansky hit That if Roach Didn't move He would have probably Put him into next week and then Bierum throwing hits on Vandermeer and he actually got to the point where he was hitting Vandermeer that much that Vandermeer was starting to get annoyed mm-hmm. um, because he was a lot smaller than him. <laughs> so the, the, we didn't get bullied in our own hut. We didn't get. I mean, it was the the performance was kind of just kind of epitomised by that first hit by Tansky I mean, literally the first couple of seconds, Tansky just about ran through that boy Roach and it was mm. probably one of, it would have been one of the best hits I've seen at Brayhead since Rose Hill wiped out half the Fife team on the boards with count it was it uh, no what do you call them um, it was who was on the line with Rose Hill against Fife when he literally jumped over and wiped out that Tommy Muir and just about flattened him halfway across the ice it was like a Superman punch Rose Hill <laughs> hit him um, but it was outstanding, and, and that, for me, set the tone. The whole arena lifted straight off the bat. Well,
0: got the fans engaged early, didn't it? I think yeah, that was even it. Howlett
2: you know. was putting hits in behind their net as well their guys kind of had a wee... What, yeah, we stuck stick? At, a wee poke right. at them with a the stick after us. But I just showed you, you can make these hits. You don't need to be a fighter. If it's no. clean and it's fair, you can do it. Mm. And I think... Some we just need to remember that, you know. especially against you'd teams like Guilford. Like, uh, yeah, against
0: you know, I think teams like Guilford as well. We talked about it before, but I think the interesting contrast if you look at the, the Challenge Cup game in Belfast. And I think the, the commentator said down on television. He said that you know Belfast finished every hit in that first yeah. period. You know, I mean, we didn't finish any hits in that first period, and then it seemed to be that we took that that DNA and went right. That we, we finished every hit, and it, and and, it, and I know it seemed it may seem like a, a small thing. You say, well, okay, you're finishing hits, but. It's just it's just that constant pressure, letting them know that you're there, and I, I do feel that kind of strategy against a team like Guildford would pay down dev- because I think we can execute that well. We've got the team to do it, we've got the energy to do it, we got we got the guys that, are, that have the right attitude. I think we got to, you know I think we'll back each other up. So um, I spoke yeah. about it
2: last week, and we were talking about Storm and just. Put, I think you went and said Colin. I don't think it would work against Belfast. I think it works against anybody
3: just going to say again, I think something we talked to him maybe last week, before, before about how we, you know, we talked about the Guilford effect and how we, we counter that. And you talked about the four check, etc., and finishing hits. We mentioned about possibly because of the speed he's got, putting Tansky on D.
0: Yep.
3: Um, and I was just thinking, you're talking about finishing your hits and stuff, it might be worthwhile considering perhaps swapping him for Goodwild mm-hmm. on the night, because Goodwild at 6 3 and two two five. Well, it does
0: finish his checks, yeah. yeah. So uh, it might be worth considering uh, against mm-hmm. Guilford, who uh, we have still to work out this year. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but I think I think another, another interesting thing,
3: thing. Mm-hmm. was that I yeah. 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 yeah play
0: him up, play yeah. On D. Um, yeah, I think another thing that game was interesting. You know, Peacock was was unfortunately out. Um, he got got one of the goals out and Bell. He seems to score against him pretty regularly. Actually, which is quite nice. But um, I thought it was interesting the line shuffle we were, we were looking at watching the game, Chris, trying to. See what, what what Pete was doing with the lines, and you know we had we had young Musil was was um, centering, centering the Connolly bless you centering, centering the Connolly and uh and do set line at times which which was it was interesting we were kind of playing I think we figured about three and a half lines we were we were having guys double shifting but I do feel that you know I, I've said this before I mean Peacock's got got skill and he, you know, he he brings something you know he's, he's got that bit of creativity and that you know that bit of skill and guile but you know, I think having Tansky, you know, I I like seeing him further up those lines. I, I think putting more minutes in because I think he's yeah. particularly in games where we have to go and do, be aggressive with that. I think he mm. he can he's a, he's kind of one of those guys I feel just sets a tone for the team. Yeah. You know, I think that and that does help when they feed off guys like that. So I just wonder if that's. I'm not saying you know a blessing in disguise, but I just wonder if it's going to be interesting to see how how Pete manages that now and when you know where these guys end up and on the different lines. So it's, yeah.
2: it's hard to. Uh, Playing against Tansky, it's hard to kind of manage what he brings. to it It's just raw energy, raw energy. Aye, it's you can't really plan to play against it. Yeah, tactically, it's just something you need to match, match physically. And he competes. His compete Uh,
0: level is like out of this world. uh, He just, he just, he fights for it. You know, he's just yeah it's incredible and you see him on, on, on Sunday he, he took two really sore ones and you saw him yeah. on the bench I mean crippled over but he's back out on the ice yeah. you know he's one of those guys I mean he's, he's just he one of those it, he? he's a bit he reminds me a wee bit of Matt Keith in, in like a DNA thing you know Keith was he was that kind of guy that just 100% every night Would You know would, would set a tone And you know I think that's I, I really I really have to say That I think I like I just I think The fourth line We talked about it before Him being on the fourth line Allows them more minutes And you can see He brings that there I just feel now With Peacock out It's I wonder if that that's What we're going to Use him for Move him up Play the three and a half lines I think Haywood was dropped down I noticed he was dropped out of that third line um, to compensate for that and there was double shifting going on so yeah. it'll just be really interesting to see how, how that pans out. Um, yeah, something, something to look out for in the, in the coming games anyway. So, yeah. I mean,
1: if you look at, I think it was, I read something as well, when you're talking about, even when you're putting tasking, tan, sorry, Tansky in that line, over all of our lines, everybody's competing. Like, we, we said before, like we've actually not got like a, you see at first, second and third line, you've just got the three top lines uh-huh. and, and, and the fourth line are, are running in the fourth line. But if you look at I think it was Tom is it Barrasso, the Sheffield Steelers coach the first it's the first time I think I've ever heard Sheffield give us credit in a a a pre game description and he said that he needs five men to defend now and because we're scoring in all of our lines it is yeah. very hard to line up each line against each of our lines because each line of ours is contributing so that's a that's a huge compliment paid by Sheffield of all teams who tend to only kind of belittle other teams if you would call that with a pre-match but they're worried about us and that's a real compliment to, to put yeah. sort of should be yeah yeah I mean I, I, I've been saying it since the get old stuff we've we've Sheffield's number this year I, I, I
3: mean, I'm not saying we but Clan um, should be going to Sheffield tomorrow and looking for two points, nothing less. I agree. Um, I think man, I think we just you know in the same way that we don't seem to pair up well against Guildford Sheffield don't pair up well against us, and I'm pretty sure our guys are rubbing their hands at another Sheffield game because they know they're more than capable of coming back up to uh, Glasgow with two points.
0: That's what we do, yeah. And just just one final mention on the on the, the Sunday game, Joel Rumpel. So, so I mean, I mean, I mean, Rumps has been, you know, I think we 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 talked about it. We, we, the first podcast we did, um, you know, was was in a period where he was he was still form was a bit shaky, and we said that he, the team had stepped up, and he hadn't maybe stepped up in line with that. I think we, you know, since then, you know, we've seen we've seen definitely a, a big improvement, and then you know the Belfast performance. You know, I mean, Chris, I'll, I'll, I'll let you quote yourself. We were at the game, you know, sitting together, um, one of the best goalie performances you've seen at Brayhead.
3: Definitely I said it, I said it at the time sitting so next nice to you. Um, Ross uh, that Rumpo was imperious uh, at the time. It's a good word. Big word for this time of <laughs> night. Yeah but, yeah but, <laughs> a, a, big, a big one with six pints on your neck as well. Ah, exactly.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but um but I think it was very very fitting. I mean I have I've been one of Rumpo's biggest critics and stuff, um, over the course of over the course of the season, but Certainly, since uh, the new year, certainly since the turn of Christmas, he's uh, upped his game tremendously. And it was an absolute pleasure to watch him uh, on Sunday. He just had his eye completely in, he was seeing everything, yeah, and he was blocking everything. <coughs> and when he was blocking it, there was the old problem with Rumpel in terms of every rebound he was straight out in front of the, the opposition forward, you know between him and the D the D are obviously ad- adapting to him as well as a goalie but um, it was one of the best goalkeeping displays I've, I've, I've witnessed I agree um, from any team you know going back to uh, my you know in all my uh, decades of watching hockey
0: mm, it was interesting I spoke to a couple of Belfast fans on the way back in from like, the, the second period Um <laughs> And um or maybe maybe yeah, it was second going the third and um and they they were, you know, were yeah Belfast fans I think they're great, you know, great banter Hockey fans in general are great, you know, there's, there's that good understanding that it's you know, it's you know we support our teams and we, we bad banter and it's it's a great balance. But yeah, they, they were they were actually quite critical of their goalie on the night. They they were they felt he didn't have the best game and you know, he's he is touted as the, the best goal in the league, but I think Joe Rumpel showed exactly what he's capable of. And a uh, question I have for you, Chris, because again, on a, one of the previous podcasts, you did state that you don't believe we can win playoff, you know, kind of playoff kind of hockey games like that, those big games with a goalie like Joe Rumpel. Has he changed your mind? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish you could all see Chris's face right now. Um, <laughs> he was not expecting this question. So.
3: Um, if I could clearly he did on Sunday, then yes. Uh, I have my concerns over his consistency but at the same time since the turn of the year he has been uh, a lot lot better mm-hmm. um, can he win as a playoff series
2: who knows Okay. what do we think See, Phil what do you think uh, well, we'll let after, you after, after he shut out uh, against Phil Fast it brought him into <coughs> the top uh, joint top with Bounds Best and one other whose name escapes me just now for the three three shutouts. I think there's four keepers. I've got that now in the league. So that was that was nice to see. Um, what was the question? Can, can he do, get us through?
0: No, no. What I'm saying is, so what? What they always say in hockey, we all know that. Okay, so your goalie, if you want to win anything, like playoff hockey particularly, uh-huh. you you gotta have a goalie. it. So you're not gonna win it if your goalie's not good enough. Yeah. Do you think you know Chris said before in a previous podcast when this form? wasn't so good that he didn't believe with, with Rump as well as the team was playing yeah. with a goal like Rumpel he didn't believe we could win a playoff series do you believe he can he get, can perform prefer- yeah. yeah
2: my concern as well my concern is still after he loses a goal in a tight game I feel he's probably one of the kind of most vulnerable keepers that I've seen after losing a shaky goal, um, and these losing a goal in a playoff match is magnified times ten. I
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, just, I hope he's got the ability, but it's as he get the bottle, uh, and yeah. uh, um, we'll find out. So, so what you're, like you're trying to say
0: is, when he loses one of those, maybe a goal, one of the ones he might want back, yeah, he, he can't doesn't reset that mindset, and yeah, some yes. goalies can't it's, do that. Yeah. Okay. 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 I'm That's interesting. Okay, Colin, what do you? I mean. Colin, you've been as big as fan, right, until now, is that not? Yeah, so I um, you know. Uh, I mean, oh no, that's sorry, it's Fitzy, isn't I could get a mess up. Yeah, it's fine, do it um, What do you think? Can he, can yeah, he, is he good enough to do it for us?
1: I've got to come aside my fella. Now, I mean, don't get me wrong, I mean, Sunday he was outstanding and he's been great over the, over the, the course of the year. So, I don't know, maybe if, he's, if he carries on the form he has, then there's nothing to
2: say he can't. There's no reason he can't do it. Yeah. i just saying, in a playoff game, losing a goal... It's, it's big. big. It's big Yeah. Yeah. But then
1: see, another start on Sunday was we're the first team to take four off Belfast in a single period.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There we're you the go. first team to shut them out as well, apparently. Yeah. This
1: year. Wow. We were the first team to take four goals <coughs> off them in a single period.
0: Yeah, well I think the thing is for me, we don't need to feed anyone, but my, my I'll give my opinion, Rumpel. I absolutely believe he can do it, right? I'm going to be positive, and, and I said, you know why I believe he can do it is because my my view in, on on hockey is it's about hitting, no no you know, no, no I do just, love life. But the thing is, <laughs> see, see playoffs, what it's all about, it's about hitting form at the right time, right? And I just feel he might be the goalie that's hitting form at the right time, right? And that and, and that's what it, that can be the difference between getting to a playoff or winning a playoff weekend, is you just hit at the right time, and I'm just. I, it feels to me like he might be getting into that patch. It's a great time to be getting into that patch, whereas other goalies that may have been playing really solid can hit the maybe a wee shaky patch. So yeah. that's I'm going to be positive and say that's what I believe is happening. And I hope I'm right. Well, so there you go. Um it's still a few weeks, I Yeah, it? Yeah, but it is. But there's not that many games left, you know. So, um, you know, so... Twelve. It's good yeah. to be sitting here in a position where you know you're
3: going to qualify for the playoff.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> and this is, this, is, this, is what, this is what we're going to come on to. So just so it's it's for it's anyone... Bad, you
3: know, it's mid-February and <laughs> we're we're preparing for the playoffs.
0: Exactly. So on to that <coughs> point, Chris. Nice segue there. I love that. So my co-host. There we go, Chris <laughs> Devlin. Um, so um, yeah, yeah, you're my sonny to my share, of course. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> absolutely. So well, oh. a lot to your heart
0: then. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb and dumb or whatever. Um, yeah, um, but yeah. So coming on the playoff thing. So yeah, we are. We're, we're for any non-Clan fans that listen to us, if there are any. We're not being cocky here. But we are in a position now. Where we know we are going to finish in the top eight in the league, which is great. You know we're we're sitting in a really good position. We've got ourselves away from that pack and um, a more comfortable position. So the last part That's of the show time. tonight, yeah, we'll spend we'll spend talking about potential um, potential matchups there. So it looks like we're going to avoid the, the big two, which will be great. You know Cardiff and Belfast, um, who we have beaten, but good to avoid them. We've mentioned Guildford as a, a team that we would probably, I would suggest, would would want to. Um, to avoid as well. Is there, is there any team that I mean you, you say I mean you, you want Sheffield is it who who would you take As my question. If you could take anyone who realistically so Milton Keynes couldn't get there, but anyone else could realistically. I know Storm are looking a bit ropey but they they could do it. Um, who would you take?
1: I would try and avoid guys at Coventry I'm, I'm not Who do really you want though? Coventry. Who do you want to get? I'd love to
0: get five. Okay you want five. Chris who do you want? Ideal matchup? Ideal matchup Sheffield Sheffield Um Somebody say Dundee, come on. I'd take Dundee, you no? Know? I don't think Dundee will get there. Yeah, no, I but if they
3: get there, would you take no. Dundee? Yeah, but I, I listen, I've say, I've said, I've said, I've said before a puck was dropped in the season, right? Bottom three in the league for me in this order. Manchester, Dundee, Milton Keynes, right? I'm going to stick by that uh, as a bottom three in the league. Um, so for that reason, I'm then looking at where teams are positioned right now. In
1: terms of who a potential playoff opponents okay. are, even though Fife have been in their last 25 games the 11th worst team in the entire league.
0: They've had some injuries, though right? They've had some pretty big injuries Elden, as well. Yeah, Dundee, and, I don't know. I, th- I think I think Dundee. If we talking about who's okay, let's maybe talk about this. So you think those three aren't going to make the playoffs? You agree, Phil? That's the three teams that are going to miss out. Manchester, well, Milton Keynes, we know are going to miss out, and, and Dundee. Yeah, yeah. It, I, think I think Dundee have got Coventry, a chance. I think Coventry
2: will get the last
0: spot. I think, I I think, think Coventry. So, might, did, yeah.
3: At least top scorer playing for them and stuff, and he has carried them through a the game. Certainly, he's won in games against us. Yeah. You know, he brought them. He brought them back from the brink against us in that time in Coventry when they they beat us and they should never have been even in the game and then yeah, I think he scored the one in penalty shot that day as well would he's you, having a career year would
0: you take Coventry in the playoffs
3: if I had to yeah the ones I would want to take
0: yeah who right, would you want who,
3: who would you I think the more interesting question is who would you not want right Guildford at the moment Guildford Guilford to, to play three times yes right okay as much as we, 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 we talk about our, 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 our deficiencies against Guilford, it's more I, I would I'd like to play another couple of times just to see if I've, if I've worked them out see if we know? find a way to beat them and it's I'm always been
0: yeah, close term, though it in terms it of, always of been I don't close.
3: want to play I don't want to play Guildford obviously we'll play them three times and beat three times right I don't want to play them and Cardiff in and, uh, uh, Belfast I want to avoid those three teams although moment, any other team I'd be happy to up against see Cardiff at the
1: moment though. Cardiff are a bit ropey at the moment they? they're not
0: you still wouldn't want them
1: would you, you no, want I, them I know you that. still wouldn't want them but you wouldn't say I'm not going to get them anyway no, yeah. no I know that but you, you look at them well, recently they've been really kind of I mean Martin Keynes have been uh, so I don't know I, I, do we, if you're aimed in the league I don't know I, the, the good thing is we're having this conversation as to who we're going to have in the well, not I'm saying in the playoffs but who we're going to have because essentially this time last year we were Clutching at straws. In the wilderness. I yeah. And so even, it's a, it is a
0: good conversation to have. Yes. Even the Guildford thing though, they've beaten us narrowly. Like you know, there's been there's been narrow victories. I know the gate We watch the games, and there's definitely something matchup wise. But I know what you mean, Chris. There like, a few games to go, and and. I think the thing is it's a great position to be in if we're still playing this well, well we and with this Gilford, confidence then we can you know
3: yeah I mean we get the away this weekend yeah. then at home, home. this weekend yeah. it's a good conversation to have after those two games yeah. in terms of do yeah. we really fear for as much as we think we do yeah. You yeah. Know,
1: or have we, done, have, we, have we managed to work them out somehow yeah but ah. see, to digress slightly how good is it watching Fife disintegrate considering they were third in the league, they all thought they were challenging this year, Tom eh, sorry, Todd was the I don't know, whatever the Messiah is in Fife (laughs) if there is one Um, I mean last year they were saying he was the best thing since sliced bread and this year at the start of the season they were all giving it Doki and now they are literally dragged into that pack where they might not actually make the playoffs, and I know it sounds quite bitter, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. <laughs> sure, I'm sure you are. I'm yeah, sure sure it. you are. Right,
2: sounds bitter because it. it is bitter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: right. Any thoughts on you Phil, on the who, um, wouldn't, who just, you wouldn't want? Well, Guilford.
2: Yeah. I, I know. I see. a folk Coventry would sneak in, but. If Manchester do get in, I wouldn't like to face them, but it's, it's unlikely we would be anyway. Because uh, if they're going to get there, I would imagine it will be in eighth position. But uh, Manchester's a, a playoff type team, I mm-hmm. think, because there's a lot of the, the these games tend to be more physical.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so Manchester is a team that I wouldn't fancy getting in it. Um Just, just I was just going to say when we more talking about. I know we keep saying it, I'm terrified for Guildford on this podcast, but in a playoff style situation, I think we would be more physical against a Guildford. Therefore, I think it would be a different type of game in a playoff situation when we played them. So, from that point of view, I wouldn't be as terrified. Mm. To get them, mm. uh, because I think it would suit us more. Yeah, if you look at if you look at you like- is- a bit more as well. Yeah, yeah, I, think so, yeah. I think so. If,
0: if you look at light, like, I think you're right, Chris. As well, right. it's also looking at likelihood here. The likelihood is looking at how things potentially will shake out. Is that, you know we're we're gonna you know let's like say we're not gonna end up playing eighth position. We're not gonna end up playing seventh positions. Those two, positions, whoever finishes seventh and eighth, we're not going to play. So we're going to be in that. It's going to be that little middle pack there. So you're looking at. As Guildford, sure for yeah. yeah, maybe Sheffield are on a, a decent ish run at the moment. They'll probably be in there. Nottingham expect to be in there as well. And then, you know, you, you, Fife might find a way to bounce back. You know, so you, you're going to have it's going to be some of those teams. And I think there's some, I think, regardless, some really interesting matchups in there. You know, I mean, the Nottingham thing with the you know same owners and stuff will be a big thing, wouldn't it? I mean, Sheffield has been a great matchup this year. Fife. Better rivals, and then Guildford, a team that we—I mean, no matter what you say, they'd be great spectacles, right? You know, so you look forward to going to those games. So it's something yeah, to yeah, at least we've got something to look forward
2: to. You've yeah, yeah. got to look at who would want to pick us? Again, yeah, uh, nobody. We we are the we are the team that avoid. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah, I think I think you know talking about that and you know our form and stuff, and it's really what, what I love about Clarence at the moment, and all we are playing. I, I keep saying it every week in this podcast and stuff like that. Anybody who may be listening to this podcast and hasn't been to a game in a while, please, please go. Because yeah. you, there's nobody going to see the Glasgow clan as being shortchanged at Breehead. Yeah, it's not happening. Um, there's the, entertainment from the get-go. It's fantastic to watch. But what I was going to say was, and it's really, what I love about this clan team right now, is the fact that early in the season, Fife took a lot of applauded. It should your guy Crowder who is Two points a game early in the season, he's now probably one point, one point a game or something like that. He's in back the way, us as a whole five team. However, they are taking a lot of applause, people put you know, touting them as potential champions, etc. etc. So we've like had a kind of ropey start, but i have just chipped away, chipped away, found their combinations, found our systems, and no one's really, you know, no one's really had an eye in Glasgow clan we just we just kept winning games and winning if we all get them they did thud how did they get there <laughs> yeah. you know, we've not we've yeah. not, we're not, we're not any attention nobody's put us up there as uh, you know uh, uh, the, the big thing next big thing we've just quietly went about our business you know mm. uh, uh, and uh, it's great to see do you, you
0: nice. know what Chris on that point I was actually thinking after the game on Sunday about this, or, or was it Monday I was thinking about it came into my head about, it, you know because they do it at the playoffs they kinda of the coach of the season, you know they, they give that award. I remember Ryan he got it and we went close. And I was thinking the same thing. I'm looking, thinking I mean, maybe you know, who who Pete Russell's got to be in that mix. I mean, mm-hmm. surely surely he's got to be in that mix. Is that is that <coughs> a, he certainly makes final three
3: as it is right now. Yeah. So who's the final so, three well, of yeah. a he's in a Challenge Cup final, still yeah. going for a league. Yeah. so he's got to be in there. Yeah, uh, and obviously if Cardiff won a league, then what was
0: Guilford though? I mean, Guildford could be have they win the Challenge Paul Cup. Winston,
3: yeah, of course. And
0: if they get the playoff, but, but week, Paul, I mean...
3: Paul Dixon. Listen, if Paul Dixon can win the Challenge Cup, and get Guildford just to the playoffs, teams. never mind the playoff. Never mind the playoffs, Semis He's never mind the show in Nottingham. If he can get him into the playoffs, And win the Challenge Cup, be given given coach this season. Yeah. And he's also got a conference title.
0: But then, won the congratulations I guess, to
3: the Guildford Flames on exactly. winning the Patton conference. So
0: there's a couple of things with the Flames. So one I, I think at, at the playoff weekend, if they got there, they'd be a huge threat. I think in, in a one-off yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think the reason I put the reason I mentioned Pete Russell and this is where my thought process was is that if you look at the, the jobs the coaches have had, he's come on the complete rebuild from looking where we were last season, and I think that job. To do it because what's happened to Guildford is they've kept a lot of the same players, right? They've had a steady team, so you know, in a way, you're looking at that going, you know, I, to me, he's got to be in the conversation. If you know, I think if we make the playoff, we get down to Nottingham and we have a tilt of that, you know, I think even regard if we finish third in the league, that's. Unbelievable, considering, yeah. Yeah, particularly the, the start we had, and he's got these brand new guys, and I, I think he's he, he has to be in the conversation yeah. for those reasons. That's that, that was my my thought, my random thought on a on the a other, Monday. Yeah, goes, the so. other
1: thing is to see conference system. What does it matter? Yeah. Do mind
0: the league's there? better.
3: Yeah, you, you could as much as obviously we should have won a league four or so years ago with your, your fit season, your sorters and stuff that. <coughs> that was with a clear advantage of the Gardner Conference. Mm-hmm. So in some respects you could argue the merits of this season may be as good as that. Uh, simply uh, because uh, of the fact cool. that we're playing each other exactly the same amount of games, we're ahead of Nottingham Panthers, who have a budget at least a third more than us, probably a half more half a you know you know the must outdo us budget wise big time. So Of course, a coach coach has to be in there with final three in terms of uh, Mm -hmm. coach of the year, and
0: um, yeah, yeah. And and if we if we had managed miraculously to get a result on the Saturday in Belfast, we'd have only been six points behind them. Amazingly, right? That's an amazing thing. You look at it and you think crazy, (laughs) which is crazy. And you you look at them, and that's that's why I felt like you know you think on balance you have to look at the task that they've taken on and and the job they've done, but but anyway that was just a random thought, but let's Let's hope we
2: get down there. I Um, I was reading uh, one of the papers we're doing an article on Clanners um, last week and they were talking about us as if we were still on the hunt for the leak. now I don't know if it's a case of they don't know much about hockey um, or whatever, but um, they were just saying how um, It was the lead up to the Challenge Cup Semi-final and how we are doing great And um, we were uh, The clan were just hoping For a dip in form from Cardiff Or Belfast to put ourselves Right back in the hunt Obviously that was before the game uh, The games on Saturday Sunday against Belfast um, But I did say to you before that happened If we could have managed to squeeze Two victories out of that Six points left, uh, six points behind Belfast 8 behind Cardiff I think I've left us um, with 10 10-ish games to go or something like that 10 or more.
0: 12 and, and we play Cardiff three times I think yeah. Yeah. still is another it, three I think there's
2: three times Cardiff and Guildford so play. it's up within the realms uh, yeah. crazy to actually be up there and have a wee sniff at the league if Cardiff yeah. and Belfast were a have a
0: wee sticky spell so but yeah it's been a yeah it's been great yeah so yeah so I think that's I think that brings us to to time I think chaps Um so yeah. just a shout out to the
3: boys I'll wait to Guilford tomorrow night um, yes it's going to be very very
0: difficult as well no. Sheffield er I'm Sheffield tomorrow night it's got Guilford in the brain yeah there you go well done Colin you've
3: got that's one so up in boat. there uh, yep yeah, and then Saturday we're away to Nottingham yep yeah. Sunday we're at uh, Guildford and not Sheffield, so uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's a, it's a busy schedule coming up again. All away games, um, difficult difficult for us to get points, but um, I'm sure the Pe- Peter and the boys are looking forward to.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they will. And let's hope that these teams put the uh, so the, the web the po- the webcasts up yeah. for us. Yeah, we want we want to try and see these games. So yeah, please do. Let's hope we get to see them. But um, mm,
3: Sheffield webcast, yeah. you know, are webcast. Yeah.
2: Should be, yeah. Sheffield. yeah. It's only Guildford. Yeah, do? don't do it. There you go. In Nottingham? So,
0: yeah, Not Nottingham, in yeah. So, yeah, see you. we so, yeah. look, look at Nottingham and Guildford this weekend. Stop putting other games on YouTube. Yeah. Sometimes. it's only a Sheffield games it was sold yeah. out. Aye. so But, yeah, but listen, yeah, good luck. Good luck for the lads. And uh, yeah, thanks to everyone that's tuned in and listened. And uh, we hope you enjoyed it. And we'll let you all go. Um, so, we'll just wrap up there. I'm on the clan.